Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, my beautiful people. It's Wednesday, a beautiful Wednesday to you. I pray that all of you are doing well and that you're having an amazing week so far. So we are here for our today's topic. We will be discussing deliverance. Yes. So before we hop into it, we're going to pray and we're going to have some fun with this one today for sure. Almighty and everlasting God, as we humbly approach your throne of grace, dear Jesus, we give you thanks for this yet another unpromised day, O God. Father, we thank you, O God, for breathing your breath upon us, O God. Father, we thank you that our names are written in the Lamb's book of life, O God. Father, we thank you, O God, for delivering us from the hands of the enemy time and time and time again, even when we do not realize it, O God. Father, I pray that in this season, your women and your men will endeavor to guard their deliverance with their lives oh god and those who don't know that they need deliverance oh god father i pray that you will shed the light on where they need to be delivered in the mighty name of jesus continue to do your miraculous work in and through us oh god and we thank you for doing it in jesus name i pray amen so my loves deliverance you know like for the past couple of episodes i've been easing you easing you slowly but surely into this so today we're just going to dive in head first and we're going to be discussing spiritual things things that i didn't want to know about before because i was too scared and you know like my immature mind wouldn't be able to fathom if somebody had to tell me this before the time that I actually found it out. And I thank God that he taught me when I could understand it the most. Because all of the things that I'm going to teach you guys are things that God has taught me. I didn't go to any seminary or any Bible school. I sit at the feet of Jesus at St. Mary's College from where I would never graduate so we're gonna start off by discussing what deliverance is so by definition deliverance is the action of being rescued sorry or set free i know a lot of us can attest to being set free from things that we thought we would never get out of but before we get into our own lives we could look back in the bible you know and see god strategically delivering his people even though it took some time so the example that i want to speak to you guys from is when god set the egyptians free from pharaoh now i'll just give you some um some foundation of the story you know the egyptians were enslaved for 400 plus years um this is something that god would have told abraham was going to happen and all that time you know like they probably lost all hope but god had a plan and this is what this was when pharaoh sent out the decree for all baby boys under the age of two to be killed and moses's mother put him in a basket and sent him down the stream and pharaoh's daughter ended up finding the basket and she raised moses as his as her own child sorry 
and as Moses grew he realized that you know like his innate drive was not for the 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 palace and you know he just felt as though he didn't belong you know and then he he realized that everything he believed was true about who he was I, i'm a you know i'm pharaoh's son and stuff like that he he was really distraught when he realized that it was not true and you know he he came and he saw the oppression of his people which were the egyptians and it made him really angry and he ended up killing a man yeah like moses was impulsive too like i have to stress to you guys that god don't call perfect people he does not call perfect people we all have a past from the bible straight up until now yeah so he killed the man and he fled because he you know like he thought that god wasn't going to forgive him or whatever and even in his wilderness state he had an encounter with god in the with the burning bush when god said to him i am sending you to deliver my people and moses questioned it he was like but i have a speech impediment well he didn't say that back in the bible days he said but i just stutter and god was like this listen if y'all never watched the prince of egypt this is one of my favorite childhood movies this is why i could i could speak about this particular story flawlessly because i watched that picture as a child to the tape mashup <laughs> i love that movie I love that movie and God said to him when he said well you know I can't speak God was like I'm gonna be dramatic this is how God talked who made man's mouth was it not I <laughs> now go <laughs> y'all go watch y'all have to watch <laughs> y'all have to watch your Prince of Egypt for truth nah be like that was my favorite movie as a child for truth real talk so you know and we could take a lot from that we especially me even being called for certain things especially pastoring like i i don't have a speech impediment but i didn't feel equipped at least god didn't show but anyhow um you know sometimes we get and we question the things that god sends us to do but i am here to encourage somebody as long as god sends you he will equip you your equipping comes in the moving he wants to see you moving that's a word for somebody so moses had you know he had his answer god is going to fill my mouth with these words um when pharaoh asked me who sent me i'm god told him to say i am my love i love god here i love god the man is give short answer like we start like short answers in come in our millennial generation i want wanted to understand that god is short answering people <laughs> from bible days he don't play like this is what it is and this is this is what it is yeah right so he told moses to tell pharaoh i am sent you so you know um and you know you would think that okay god sent me to do this thing so because god sent me it's gonna be easy but the bible clearly states that god hardened pharaoh's heart 
So every time Moses went and said, let my people go, Pharaoh was against it. He would not. He kept the people oppressed. He made them work harder. And you know, Moses probably was questioning what God said in that moment. And then, you know, but God always has a plan. Like y'all gonna watch, um, y'all have to watch The Prince of Egypt for truth. Hey gosh, that's that. Y'all have to watch that movie. And then God sent the plagues. You know, like, God is weird, don't we, enemies? You know, we just think that them them got the upper hand and God does have a plan. I will make your enemies your footstool, thus saith the Lord. So the plagues come and the plagues came, sorry, and, you know, tore up all of Egypt, ate up the crops, the locusts ate up the crops and stuff like that and the frogs and all kind of things come the last plague though and this was something that moses warned them about too was the um the death angel coming through egypt and he didn't hear because what moses was saying is if the blood is not on your door you have to kill a lamb um smear the blood on your doorpost that is the only way the death angel will pass over you if you don't do that all of your firstborn sons will be killed but pharaoh was like nah this thing that happens to me or whatever but guess what his son died <laughs> and on top of that that was how um moses got to deliver the egyptians from pharaoh's hand after pharaoh's son died he was like y'all could just go and you know like i want to discuss about being delivered from bondage physically but still be enslaved mentally because the egyptians still had mental enslavement and it was it was crazy after watching god like part the sea and stuff like that and i know this is thing these are things that happen to us right now including me like god could come through for you time and time again and because of what you would have seen because of the disappointment because of the failure it's so hard for you to accept you know and i just want to thank god that he consistently works on us so even after that you know that like god did all of that performed these miracles in front of their eyes when they got into the to the wilderness they started to complain and if it's one thing that god hates is complaining y'all got to remember that they complaining made the journey that was supposed to be about 12 days 40 40 for i want when i hear me 40 years that was in the wilderness for 40 years because they were complaining imagine that going around in circles because you will fix your attitude you want to know how you face your attitude? The, the, the antidote for complaining is gratitude. I have learned that. I had So I was the queen of complaints. Hear what I tell you. And if I could give thanks, anybody could. Because I had a reason to doubt everything because of all that I went through. And I just used to complain. My life shouldn't be so hard. And, you know, I, I, I am a bad person. So I don't understand why these things are happening to me. Complain, 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 complain complain that was all i used to do that was all i did complain so like i said the story was just a set 
a foundation for what I am going to tell you guys now. So let that sizzle in your spirit. And I want y'all to understand that everybody needs deliverance. I want to see who's going to address me on that. Because we have some people, you know, who have positions who think that they're so also holier than thou, but you have to remember that you can, you had a past. And because you have Christ, it doesn't just, you know, wash away all the things that you would have done. You have to make those wrong things right. There, there is there are rules for the spiritual realm you have to get deliverance that's why you would see some people getting married and like you would you, women would complain like i i dress up i put on all this lingerie and he would go to the computer and watch porn and be more satisfied than coming in the bed to make love with me he needs deliverance Come on, somebody. He needs to be delivered. That's not normal human behavior. He needs deliverance. Another classic example, a woman who has been raped. um, And she goes and gets married to a man. And he doesn't know about her past. Like, y'all need to understand the spirits that come attached with these things, you know. So... She would always be looking for somebody outside of her husband, not because she wants to, but because she needs deliverance. And I think that we need to start speaking about the spiritual things in church more because so many people are oblivious to these things. I mean, I was, I was until God exposed me. And, you know, we come in medicine, we call it heredity but in the spiritual realm is called generational curses so you have the illnesses like hypertension which is high blood pressure cancer diabetes and stuff like that coming down through your bloodline and everybody is dying from breast cancer everybody is dying from colon cancer and we we at this generation know i don't know about y'all but i said i it ends with me it ends with me and I understand now why I had to go through so much because I've been fighting generational curses the whole time and I didn't even understand. And what what broke my heart the most is that I fought for things or fought against things that I had nothing to do with. And what I need parents and stuff to understand is that when they go dabbling in all kinds of things, remember, remember. Y'all die and go along and leave children behind. And because you give your life to Christ or whatever, after you do all your dirty work, it doesn't take away from the fact that God's word remains the same. The sins of the father will fall on the third and the fourth generation. Man, y'all, I listen to me. And we even can get there's so much that I could tell you guys, but all I'm gonna say is that I am battling things from my great grandfather. Here I tell y'all. And that man died when I was a child, but because of the things that he did and what he got himself into, I gotta be fighting these things now. And even though it's not fair to me, it has to end with me because my church nope. 
my children will not they will not suffer they will not suffer like me i'm telling you i'm telling you guys i am real serious about that it ends with me um we also have things that other things that you could be liberated from another example spoken words spoken words we don't even understand the power of our words you know like parents say things so nonchalant you know the, the a classic example of what a lot of mothers like to do especially when they have sons you're just like your father so when the child grow up and turns out just like his father you're upset you need to understand the power of your words mum. be careful what you speak over these children you understand i'm not playing with y'all i'm not playing with y'all not today so if you want to speak the things that you want to see yes the father would have hurt you or whatever but declare over that child's life that he will live a blessed life that he will be the head and not the tail and he is a king and stuff and that's the reason why a lot of these men don't know how to love us as women because they were never taught from their mothers but i'm not gonna go there i am not gonna go there i know there's certain things that a man has to teach his son but let me tell you you see the foundation the the relationship that a man has with his mother sets the foundation for how he treats all women and i'll leave that there i digress you could also be liberated from soul ties soul ties that we discussed um i had I did a, a teaching about soul ties on the ministries page and there's so many variables um, attached to soul ties and soul ties don't are not only formed through a sexual connection soul ties can actually be formed through emotional connections as well and it should be noted that there are godly soul ties and ungodly soul ties and we will discuss that um further um i i i believe that i will be doing a part here for you guys and explaining you know the the ramifications of a soul tie um another thing that you could be liberated from is promiscuity um we have like men you know like we see men running about getting all of these women pregnant as the old people would say so in his world oats <laughs> yeah it's a spirit it is a spirit and you have to be spiritually heightened to be able to discern these spirits too and not be afraid of them and know that we're talking about this i have to share my deliverance experience with you guys because you know i don't think that i don't want y'all to think that the things that i come and speak to you about and promote on here are just for soul I go through a lot, still going through a lot, but I could honestly say that my deliverance saved my life. The first time I got deliverance was last year after I had the mess up with the guy. And you know, like I went to my friend's church and I I am I am going to promote this church till my dying days because I believe every church has a mission, but you see Supernatural Kingdom Ministries, they they were created for deliverance. Now, be, oof, 
even talking about it i feel it for you listen supernatural kingdom ministries in eagle hall y'all they did my deliverance and i i remember <laughs> the prophet just saw me and he said <laughs> he's nigerian he was like raise your hands and i like because I just came to worship. I am a worshiper. I love to worship God. And I'm like, what's this? So I raised my hands slow. And the first thing the man said to me was, everything that has entered her through sex, come out now. And I fell down flat on the ground. This wasn't a theatrics, no Benny Hinn, nothing. I fought. <laughs> I fall down and these things these these spirits were so stubborn yes I want y'all to hear me I hear me clearly because I was preaching down the place and I didn't even know that I had spirits in me and you know like especially to the the one the soul ties um and then I didn't even know that I was battling with lust I just knew that you know like I can make men wait for a long time period. Like, I was, I just, clearly, I was just lustful. And so many spirits came out of me that night. I kid you guys not. And I was exhausted, sweating, and had no voice. Like, and, and plus two, because it's, um, it's spiritual, I was actually in an outer consciousness. I could hear what was going on um for the most part but the um the spirits didn't want to speak to the prophet he didn't want to speak but he he cast him out he did a, an, an amazing job um he and the rest that were there and i thank god you know that even though that i didn't know that i needed deliverance he knew and he set me up and i had deliverance two more times subsequently and I am here to tell you guys, my life has never been more peaceful. And I know, I always used to tell people in my youth that I need anger management. I didn't need anger management, I needed deliverance. Because I know the spirit of anger had a, listen, had a hole on me. I'm telling y'all, it had a hole on me. And I am grateful. You know, and just as God has liberated me, he wants you to be free as well. And in um, I remember telling you guys, you know, like, God made me love the things that I hated. I hated to read. And I got the book, Doorways to Sin. Um, that book is so powerful. I highly recommend it. Um, it really shed some light. So I read all of these things before my deliverance happened. So even though that I didn't realize back then that I was being prepared for my deliverance process, God was showing me, you know, certain things about myself and stuff like that. So the the things that stood out to me from the book, Doris to Sin, was pride, were pride and bitterness and... malice and what else do we have here unforgiveness unforgiveness is listen i want y'all to understand 
you see cancer cancer is rooted in the spirit of unforgiveness i ain't even we ain't even going down this road then we ain't y'all we ain't even going there yet listen um then there's trauma there's occult practices envy and jealousy the same anger that i would have mentioned rape or sexual abuse like these are all doorways for the enemy to have reign in our lives and we don't even understand that we are you know that we are opening ourselves to um demonic oppression and suppression when we do these things um there's also I think I mentioned prayed already. But yeah, you and when you realize that you have these doors, you have to close them and you can't close them on your own. You have to close them um by the power of God and you close them by being delivered. Hallelujah. I know this is a mouthful. I know this is a mouthful and I pray you know that God would open the eyes and the ears of your understanding to receive what he needs you guys to receive from this recording and lastly i want to end off by saying this is a verse that means a lot to me and i really want to share it with you guys god said to share it with you guys so here it goes the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Luke 14, Luke 4, sorry, 18 to 19. So like I said, I pray that you guys will be blessed by what God said through me today. And you know, we can, we're going to be back here. Um in two weeks because i'm i'm going off the radar so yeah this is my heads up for you guys in two weeks i'll see you guys in two weeks i'm going to spend some time with god but have an amazing day you guys and i pray that you know that we will go deeper with god in this season we will go deeper we will dive in head first i love you guys so much thank you for tuning in Mwah.